business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. My apologies for being just a little bit late. It's 14 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. And let's jump straight into it. On the line with me is Neil Bernberg, who is the MD of Port Commercial Properties. Neil, welcome to High FM. Abby, thanks for having me. Great pleasure. Neil, before we get into the topic, which is basically the concept of owning your own office space and looking at one specific building down in Cape Town. Tell us how you guys started Port Property, how long ago? I know it was 2015, but what was the idea behind it about bringing a new kid on the block? Yeah, so I'd been a broker since 2009 at that stage, and um, I wanted to start something new. I wanted to focus on kind of the problems that I'd seen in the industry um, and creating a supportive environment for brokers, um, uh, focus on good remuneration, um, administrative support, sales support, etc. And that's that's kind of the, the dream of Port Commercial. So it was really about creating an environment where you could attract top quality agents who would then be able to give great service to your clients and at the same time they would be able to have a stable that they could call their own and really, you know, be able to be comfortable at, at, in their work environment. Um, how's it been? It's uh, been eight years down the line. How have you found the going? Well, like any, any business, I think it's been a roller coaster. There have been great ups and great downs. I mean, COVID being one of the downs. Um, and it's been interesting trying to grow the business and, um, you know, survive challenging times such as COVID and watching the market change coming out of COVID. Um, and uh, no, it's been an, an incredible journey. Fantastic. Neil, let's get straight into it. Um, you know, the one of the articles that, that was sent to me is about this, the a property called the Pinnacle, um, which is a building in Cape Town. Just tell us a little bit about the concept of this particular building, its history, and how you guys came to be the agents that are marketing it. So Pinnacle is a high-rise building in um, the CBD of Cape Town. It's one of the few. And it's a, a unique concept. Well, not unique, but fairly new to the market. Where we're taking a high-rise building, we're sectionalizing it, and we're selling it on a on a floor by floor, floor basis. Um, and we think it's an opportunity for investors and owners to get into a market that is mostly held by listed funds. You know, most of the high-rises in town are held by listed funds. Um, and from that perspective, we think it's just a wonderful opportunity. We also think, you know, it's a great building in terms of doesn't receive load shedding and, and, and that kind of thing. And it doesn't receive load shedding simply because it's on the same grid as a hospital. Is that correct? That's correct. So that's correct. So I want to be cautious and say that doesn't mean that that couldn't change, but the majority of buildings that, um, you know, buildings that are on the hospital grid or the parliamentary grid in town do not get load shed. 
Um, and yeah. Neil, put us, um, just put it in perspective for us because the majority of people listening to you today live in Joburg or surrounds. Joburg yes. CBD is a place that had a bit of a renaissance that seems to have been put on hold for a while and maybe gone a little bit backwards. Um, Santon and the outlying areas like that have really taken their place with buildings going up all over the place. What is the milieu in Cape Town? Is the Cape Town CBD still the heartbeat of commercial Cape Town or has it moved out to the waterfront and places like that? I think there was that moment in time with uh, Century City uh, coming onto the market um, many years earlier where we were seeing a march northwards. But I think the CBD has revived. Buildings really are starting to fill up. There's a vibrancy around um, certain streets in the CBD, like Bree Street, um, you know, Clough Street, um, you know, and the city really is, the CBD really is coming back and people want to be there. Um, it's, it's absolutely incredible how a city that old um, has been able to keep its flavor, mm. go into the 21st century, so to speak, and yet be able to be a place of store of commercial attraction. Neil, we need to take a quick break. Let's take a quick ad break, and we'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Neil, let's get back to the pinnacle. Um, you know, for someone who's worked for big um, big companies for the last couple of years and moved buildings from time to time, we've always known that the buildings we're moving into are rented. As you said, they're either owned by by the big corporates or by the big property holdings of companies like Investec. What's the advantage of owning your own space in a commercial building? Look, um, buying commercial property is a cash-intensive transaction. It's very different from uh, residential, where um, it takes a, it takes far less capital. Um, and so we recommend it to businesses that are cash rich. Um, and you're investing and you're earning a return on the capital growth. Um, and you're also building equity, um, in your, um, in your investment as opposed to paying it to, to a landlord. And in terms of capital appreciation, I mean, people coming out of COVID may think, well, is it such a good asset class? And we're finding particularly in the CBD with semigration, um, with the influx of call centers, um, that the CBD is filling up and driving demand and, and driving the value of, of buildings. You know, when it comes to owning your own property, all of a sudden you've got a whole host of issues that you really wouldn't have as a tenant. You know, issues like security, those are usually taken no care of by the landlord. You pay a levy towards that, um, sharing the common property, how things are run. You know, so I suppose it really does suit a particular type of company wanting to, to own their, their own property. But I suppose at the end of the day, it puts a massive asset on the, on the asset side of your balance sheet. Um, you know, especially if you would be using that money to pay rent, you're now using it to to wipe off your bond. 
and the entrance portion of that bond, which in most cases is the, the lion's share of what you're paying every month, especially in the early years, is, is tax, is, is tax deductible. Is that the thought process that a lot of investors use? That's part of it, definitely, that you can deduct your um, interest portion of your bond. I think also, you know, it's far easier, we're told by the accountants, that to uh, depreciate your um, expense, your um, your fit out. I think also, you know, just to talk to the idea of um, it becoming more administratively intense in terms of now you're managing your own office space. Remember, for a building like the Pinnacle, because it's sectional title, it runs very similar to, it is a body corporate, will be a body uh-huh. corporate. So the difference is that you have more control, whereas a landlord will tell you to play by his rules and to his benefit. Here you have an opportunity to, uh, you know, be fully involved, perhaps as a trustee, or, um, you know, partially involved, um, but you have an opportunity to have more control over the way um, things are run. You know, I think that's so important because one of the downfalls um, in the Johannesburg CBD, um, you know, is the term that we that we borrowed from New York, um, which is basically you know, ghetto busking, where you've got a, a, a building, somehow a tenant of the wrong caliber sort of moves in, and that rot tends to start creeping across. All of a sudden, your tenants are not renewing their leases because they don't want to be in the same building. The building gets a bad name. People don't want to come to your store because they need to go inside and up the elevator, and it's not what it used to be. And I suppose by being an owner, you're sitting on the body corporate. You have the ability to say, this is not the type of business that we would like to have here. And that's as simple as that. So you have a lot more control over the maintenance of the quality of your asset. Do you find that's something else that people think about? I think so. I think control is an issue. You know, you will hear a lot of tenants who are transitioning to be uh, owners complain about their landlords. They might say they want to own simply, um, you know, it, it can never be the whole reason, but you know, it, landlords being difficult and, and or having to pay rent to landlords often gives impetus to, to a purchase. People resent it. They resent the control. Um, and they resent paying, paying the money over and perhaps rightfully so. Correct. I mean, and yeah, I mean, we all know those of us who have rented that there's nothing better in the world than an amazing landlord. And on the mm. other side of the scale, there's nothing worse in the world than a landlord who's just unpliable, doesn't come to the party, and actually doesn't really know what's going on in the property and is very, very difficult. Neil, we, we are a little bit tight on time, and again, my apologies because we started a bit late. But there's a lot of questions coming in, and the questions are, do you only deal with commercial property, or do you deal with residential also? And I think by looking at your website, I can say that you do deal with residential property. Absolutely. So we have a residential agent in Joburg. Um, and we also um, are marketing. We do development marketing. So we are marketing a residential uh, development for sale at the moment. Um, and we can assist developers with, with that, that kind of thing. 
you can't leave us hanging. Where is this residential um, um, development? And tell us about it and just give us a bit of a taste. And, of course, there's a discount to anybody who buys after the show. So, uh <laughs> Absolutely, Abby. Tell yeah. us about it. Um, okay, so the development is Seabreeze Village. Um, it's in Nordhook. Uh, prices start from six nine nine five hundred, so just under seven hundred thousand. We think it's a unique opportunity for somebody to get into into the southern suburbs. Um, if you're Cape Townian and you know Imma Farm, it's just opposite um, Imma Farm, and um, it's it's high up on the mountain, uh, incredible views and. Um, We've just started construction of phase one. We're fully sold out. You're just almost getting, fully sold. Name, what's it called? Seabreeze? Seabreeze Village. And that's B-R-E-A-S-E or double E-Z-E? Double E-Z-E. Oh, the joys of Google. Um, yeah. You should find it on Facebook. I'm finding one in some other parts of the world. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll see it there. Good. Um, is it on your website also? It is on our website and customers can find it on, on our website or on Facebook. Um, absolutely. Fantastic. Um, there's a few questions coming in here. Um, non, Noctula wants to know, I live, um, in the northern suburbs of Joburg. I've always wanted to buy a holiday home down in the Cape, but I would only practically be there three to four weeks a year. Is this the right type of place that I could sell so that I could buy and then rent out during the year or Airbnb? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, you could rent it out during the year. If you wanted it for December, you'd have to do it on some sort of a short-term basis. Um, yeah, there's no reason. Why not? We don't prohibit our clients from doing that in terms of the conduct rules. Fantastic. Neil, um, it's just been wonderful talking to you. It's so exciting to hear vibrancy coming through from Cape Town, where there's both commercial properties in the center of town that are really buzzing and one can actually get a piece of Cape Town because at the end of the day, it's, it's a piece of history that you're buying um, without being negative. The positive of Cape Town is that it's incredibly well run. It's a, it's a town. It's a city. It's a province loved by everybody who lives there. It has its issues, but on the, on, on the whole, it's really, really the jewel in the South African crown when it comes to the way provinces should be run and the way cities should be run. Um, as far as you're concerned, um, is this the place that people should be looking at to come and make financial investments? in commercial property. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at the, the factors that I spoke to earlier, I mean, you're talking about um, Cape Town being the jewel in the crown, and I think the Joburgers and the Durbanites who are semigrating um, are very much aware of that. Um, and that alone, I think, is um, driving demand uh, for all types of commercial property, industrial, office, um, retail. Um, and I think there are other factors, um, you know, Cape Town 
has been targeted as a call center environment internationally. Um, and there's a drive there. And that is, you know, um, going to be a boost, a shot in the arm for commercial and, and residential wow. property. Um, you know, so, uh, without a doubt. And, and I think from a longevity point of view, as an asset class, I don't think those factors are going to change anytime soon. I don't think, um, you know, I believe that, that those trends will continue, um, in the long term. Brilliant. Neil, I've got your email address here. Can, can I give it out and people be in touch oh, with yes, you? It's Neil, that's N-E-I-L at Pert Port, P-O-R-T, portcommercial.com. Please go to their website. It's portcommercial.com. It's a great website. You've got, um, there's yourself. I take it Daniel's your brother and there's mm-hmm. Nick and Anton available to help you. Please go yes. look in, along and have a, a look there and please don't pass that opportunity to buy in Nordhook. How many times have you driven past uh, places and thought, oh, I remember that going up. If only I could have. You now have the opportunity. If you look at places in Platt, in Robert Beach that are four or five kilometers from the beach, when they went up, everybody said they're so far from the beach, no one's going to buy them. Those places have gone up four to five times in value over the last five years. So please, um, you know, it's an absolutely golden opportunity. Go have a look. Neil, thank you so much for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you a little bit later on, maybe in the next few months. You'll let us know how it's gone at your uh, adventure there in the middle of Cape Town. Amazing, Abby. Thank you so much to you and your listeners. Great. Neil, thanks for your time. Be well. Okay. Great. We're just going to join on the next Zoom. We'll be with you in a moment.